0: I believe there has to be another source of, you know, intelligence besides ourselves. I mean, that would be silly not to think that. But I, I just don't know where I stand on this stuff. Like I was watching all the stuff that's been happening lately, and um, and watching all the, the the meetings and all that kind of stuff. And it's weird that I can not know where I stand on it when I know where I stand with ghosts and everything else. Yeah, which could possibly be just something totally different to what I think. Anyways, I just yeah. don't. I don't know. I don't know how how, how well, much. I well, here's swallow. what I
1: think, Chuck. We're gonna mm. sort it out in the next hour.
0: <laughs> oh God!
2: <laughs> Welcome to this episode of Mindful Mystics. I am Cheryl Knight, and I'm here with my co-hosts Karen Fraser and Chucky G. Hi, everyone.
0: Well
1: hello. You know, I I was thinking as you were I was thinking as you were talking, Cheryl, that there is a reason that you now introduce it. It's because you remember the name of the show.
2: (laughs) 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 I hesitated for a brief moment because I nerd, we we, we took a summer (laughs) vacation and we haven't done this for about, I don't know, two months. I don't know how long it's been.
1: It's only been like about six weeks, but I did actually leave and go on vacation, so.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, But yes, I tend to remember our podcast name, Karen.
1: Yes, well, thank you, both of you. You guys are better than me. What can I say?
2: (laughs) Well, it's okay. I'm so happy to be back because we have a really cool topic for today's podcast. And the three of us will be chatting about... The UFO and extraterrestrial phenomena. And Mm -hmm. as you know, we had a really big event this past month on July 26th. Stuff's been Mm -hmm. happening. Shit's hitting
0: the fan, folks. Yep. Mm -hmm. Oh,
2: yeah. Um, There was a hearing inside the US Congress about the alien phenomena, and it was pretty compelling. Um, basically, what, what it was a House Oversight Committee that held the hearing, and they had three pretty compelling witnesses that talked about their knowledge of uh, UFOs and extraterrestrials, mm-hmm. their experiences with those topics, and why we need more disclosure and honesty surrounding the topics.
1: Do you think and, that when this, do you think that when this happened, Stephen Greer basically went out and tied went on and was like, I've been telling him that for years. Like, Woo-hoo. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely.
2: And I watched a Stephen Greer documentary about a week ago. Gosh, darn it. I don't remember the name, but was it disclosure? <laughs> it might've been. Is that the one yeah. with um, the, 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 what was ah, my memory? The guy from Breaking Bad narrated it, correct?
1: The oh, no, uh, I don't speaker. know. Maybe that's a different one. Maybe there's a new one. Maybe you up and Yes.
2: Well, uh, maybe I'm telling you all sorts of false information. I should have got my ducks in a row here, but it was well, a really compelling documentary. The government, you're fine.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're fine. Yeah, you don't worry about it. Get right in there, Cheryl.
2: Yeah. Um. It was really cool. It had a lot of interesting interviews with some really interesting witnesses. Um, it also gave out a lot of information I did not know until I watched it, which I always love to learn learn new things because out of all the paranormal topics out there, the UFO phenomena is one of my favorites. So I love learning new things about it.
1: Well, I mean, not to, you know, tell on ourselves, but it was really cold the last time we were in Sedona. But we did try to use Stephen Greer's CE5 protocol. The problem was is that we had to be inside the house because it was about 20 degrees out. That was so, a little bit of a Yeah. But we're going to be down there in, what would you say, like seven weeks? Seven and weeks. Again, again, and we're in a different house in a different neighborhood and it's not going to be cold. I think we can sit out and, and do that again.
2: We're we're gonna get it done this time. We're gonna do it. Tell Karen. Tell our listeners a little bit about that experiment. Experiment, real quick.
1: Okay. Well, first of all, I have to apologize. I have a cold. Um, and so I'm I'm the stage of the cold right now where nothing is moving. So if I sound like I've got cotton stuffed up my nose, I I don't. It's something else. <laughs> okay. Uh, thanks
2: for <laughs> clarifying. I was wondering what what was up. Why, no, why I sound so
1: weird. Know. Um, know. So this, the CE5 protocol, it's actually an app. Um, you, It's a pay for app. It's like 999 or something, but there's a meditation and these tones that you play. And then you sit and you predict, pred- basically uh, broadcast yourself out into the universe until you find a UFO. And you sort of have it, you trace, you show it how to get back to where you are and you communicate your good intentions. Um, and the app walks you through the whole thing. And, uh, a lot of people do this and a lot of people have had, had encounters where the UFOs have come where they are after they've done this protocol or in the midst of this protocol. So I've tried it a few times. Um, but I've never been really good at like, it's always been either really hot out or really cold yeah. out and I'm kind of a princess. So I don't know if you know that
2: <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. Oh.
1: And so, and so my attention has sort of always wandered or like one time when we were down in Sedona with, uh, with Jason and Carolyn, and we were trying to do it in the backyard. We got distracted by a Bobcat. You know, so. <laughs> I don't blame you. Bobcats would distract me as well. Oh no, they're cool. But anyway, but this is the time. We are going to do this. We are going to sit out in this backyard. We are okay. going to broadcast these tones. And we are going to, it's going to happen.
0: I'm excited. I can't wait. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Closing colors of a third kind. Yeah, doo, doo, yeah doo, but these are CE5,
1: uh closing counters of a fifth kind. And that oh. is a like a personal contact. Um, where oh. it's 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 a kind of like a meaningful, like you invite it and invited contact, I think.
0: Well, that's kind of creepy, though, because, I mean, you know, people get taken and stuff. and
1: No. So
0: that's so, you know, I mean, aren't we just kind of asking for trouble?
1: So one of Stephen Greer's premises, no, none of these people have ever had problems, um, at least not the ones that are around to tell about it.
0: <laughs> <But> <laughs> one of what <one> <laughs>
1: <laughs> one of his <laughs> premises and one of the things uh-huh. that he talks about, and Cheryl, uh, I'm sure he probably talked about in the documentary, is that we really yeah. have vilified um, through Hollywood, the movies, our government, through the books we write, through all of these things, we've vilified any extraterrestrial contact and said that if they are come, they're just going to be gunning for us. Yeah. And that, that, that's not necessarily the case that, that his experience and understanding is that they are here. Um, they have been here and they're looking for contact that is open and friendly because they can, they, they can. Can learn from us, and we can learn from them in positive ways. But we have to move into it with not this Hollywood, um, what's that Will Smith movie? You know where they come in Indep-
0: Independence Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Day.
1: with with that this Independence Day energy, or even Men in Black energy, but more yeah. with um this this open and trusting and and kind and aware energy, and that that really this is how we evolve as a species. This is how we evolve as a universe is that we recognize mm-hmm. that we're all creatures of the same stuff and that, that we don't have, it doesn't have to be um, the end of the world and it doesn't have to be fighting unto the death and, and all of that.
0: All right. So, I have a question. Oh, wait. Oh, I'm sorry.
2: Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to clear up. It is unacknowledged and the actor. Oh, of unacknowledged. Canada- yeah unacknowledged and the actor I was talking about as a narrator is Giancarlo
1: Esposito Giancarlo Esposito (laughs) I did see unacknowledged I saw it on um I think I might have seen it on Gaia
2: oh interesting okay I thought it was super good um I thought I want to watch it a second time so I can really absorb what you know all the interviews I mean there was a lot thrown at you in the in the in the in the yeah so in the show and so it's hard to really absorb everything but i want to watch it a second time and really really get into it but sorry chuck go ahead
0: no it's okay i was just you know, because you're talking about how you know um you get the wrong you get the wrong uh a uh, thought process about aliens okay or extraterrestrials other sure. worldly beings whatever you want to call them um so but even when they were doing the house committee they were talking to the whistleblowers and they were even saying, asking about, you know, if we ever been harmed by them, have this anyone ever been killed by them and stuff like oh, yeah. that. Uh, and, and they did have some thing to say to that on a, on a, uh, a note that yes, that, you know, they, that, um, there was some danger involved or, you know, uh, threatening behavior. So what would we, what would we say about that? I mean,
1: I mean, look, I can walk to the grocery store and face threatening behavior.
0: Well, yeah, I understand that, and what you're trying to say is that you're trying to say is that there's all different kinds, just like people.
1: Probably, yeah, I I would imagine that, and I think even Stephen Greer mentions that there are some out there without with with not Ill as intent. good of intent, but mm-hmm. but you know, if on a universal scale, we have to all realize our shared our shared um substance right we're all the same thing we're all made up of energy and things like that and just because like just because now on planet earth there are Mm -hmm. people who have ill intent and who are bad not bad like ultimate bad but you know who have yeah who have bad behavior and all of those things mm-hmm. just because those people exist it doesn't stop me from reaching out to other humans to share the light work that I do and mm-hmm. to me um this is just an extension of light work
0: see now now I would say that I would this is what I would say about it I would say well when it comes to human beings, um yes i believe all human beings have a soul uh, i believe they all are made up of energy and i think we're all pretty much the same inside um different on the outside but same on the inside but when it comes to extraterrestrials or aliens or whatever however you want to verbiage it um i don't know i don't really know if i feel they have souls or if they're in that same energetic wave as a human being uh, they could be totally different inside it could be a totally different thing maybe they don't have souls maybe you know what i mean that's why for me i'd be a little wary of connecting not knowing trust but but verify
1: perhaps um but what what my belief is everything in the entire universe is simply energy that comes from the source it's source energy taking different forms coming together with force fields that hold them together that give them solidity and mass and therefore everything is made of the same energy as i am it is only in the expression and the the self-expression of all of these things that the energy forms that um when we enter into this relativity thing right uh duality that things Mm -hmm. like ill intent and good intent good and Mm -hmm. evil, um, positive and negative exist in the general. So in the general sense of all of us being of the source and from the source and all Mm -hmm. being source energy, we're going to die anyway and return to source and reform into something else and return to source and reform into something else and return to source. It's an ongoing cycle that happens forever and ever and ever and ever. And so ultimately, they are the same stuff that we are, and they're going through the same cycles that we are, just in a different place, in a different form, in a different expression of it. And so to me, there's not anything scary in that. Because ultimately they are made of the same stuff that we are. And so they have the same souls we do. They're just because they're the same stuff we are. They just are having well, different experiences well, and expressions. Well, that's
0: a, I mean, go ahead, Cheryl.
2: Who's to say what extraterrestrials are? Are they from space? Are they from another dimension? Are they humans traveling back from from in time from the future? Are they AI from the future? I, I don't know that I'm convinced that they're 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 not in yeah. the future, which is far out, you know, but I'm still not convinced that couldn't be a possibility.
1: Oh my god, you I know, have see- to tell you when you said that, Cheryl, this made me think of something. And I can't remember yeah. um what the precipitating event was, but there was something and I was thinking. And I was like, all of a sudden, oh, my God, the way, oh, I was thinking about some of the things that I was programmed with as a child. Because what happens when we're children in our bodies is we're programmed, right? We're programmed mm-hmm. by society, by parents, by school, by friends, by fam- all of that. And, and I had something happen um, this past weekend that immediately flipped me back to my childhood programming immediately. And it's stuff that I thought I had worked out. Um, which I clearly but but my childhood programming kicked in and I caught it very quickly and I returned to where I was. But so I was thinking about this after this had happened um, and um, thinking, God, my programming is so strong, even though I've worked through all of this, blah, blah, blah. And I thought, holy shit. Pardon my French. Holy <laughs> Mary, What if I am AI and I'm just being programmed and I've been programmed to be this? What if I'm AI? And that's why I'm programmed and my programming is still inside of me. What? You
2: blew my mind.
0: (laughs) They were talking (laughs) about that with like the matrix and this, our reality is not really a reality. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a myth. It's it's, you know, we're, it's not reality. This is reality to us, but it's not really reality. You know, that someone else is running the show.
1: Yeah. What if we are AI that has become self-aware? Yeah, it and not only that, but how do you explain
2: the videos that you see of? Okay, let's see a bird who is stuck. Oh, the glitches!
0: There. Yeah, the glitches. the glitches. I know the you're birds talking.
2: aren't real. Yeah, the glitches. <laughs> I'm, the not, I'm not going down the birds aren't real rabbit hole. <laughs> or the plane, or the plane in the sky that isn't moving.
0: Yep. Yeah, I know. I like I like watching those videos. It's weird. Or a, or
2: piece of paper that's just hovering not moving in the wind just hovering not
0: moving sure and what, these what people and then people on the planes lately where the one lady's screaming she's i will not fly on this plane he is not real he's not real and saying that his eyes uh clicked like up uh you know uh was it vertically reptilian? instead of horizontal yeah like reptilian. reptilian it was just recently on the news or something she freaked out and they had to take her off the plane she's like i'm telling you i'm not crazy uh, yeah. and it happened some other dude it happened to you too see am I? Am my 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 whole issue is and i'm just gonna put it out there okay we can say it's crazy whatever okay we all come from a source okay we come from energy god whatever you want to call it but my thought process is, do aliens also come from that? Do they come from a different source? Is this something totally different in and innate to us? So it wouldn't be the same. You couldn't compare. That's my issue. Especially if they come from another dimension or whatever. Maybe in that dimension, there's a different higher power, different whatever thought process. Like It's not all just one thing. Then, Then it well, becomes a little more confusing.
2: Then you have the multiverse comes into play at this point. Karen, I'm really interested in your answer to what Chuck just said.
1: Um, I believe that everything is all source. I I believe this universe, every universe, all comes from source. Now, are there different sources in different universes? Perhaps. Um, But there is still one ultimate source of all of those. So there's one Mm. grand Uh. ultimate source of Everything, yes. Okay, so it's like there's. I uh, don't oh, know. So I'm going to go back to the 90s now because this is an easy ex, an easy way to explain it. So I'm dating myself a little bit. Um, so you have a computer, and you have a game like The Sims. Mm-hmm. The computer and the code. The code is, and the there's there's all of this code that's bu- been built onto this computer and this CD-ROM which we don't even have anymore that you're going to insert into your computer that contains the game. Right. Mm -hmm. But ultimately what does all of that trace back to a bunch of ones and zeros built entire worlds and built, entire universes and you can play sims or you can play zelda or you can play i don't know so i'm not a video game person so i can't name any of the games i think there's one called Fortnite. um is that right is that a game yes
0: Yes, um
1: or good job karen thank you Thank You're you. Welcome. Or you can play Super Mario Brothers, or you can play Tetris, Yay! or, you know, you can play all of these things, or you can shop, or you can talk to your friends, or you can record a podcast. All of these things trace back to ones and zeros. Cheryl can marry chat GPT. Ooh really it's, but it's all it's it's all ones and zeros it's all information it's all yes or no information of energy that expresses basically as yes or no as one or zero as as one thing or the other right yes, um uh, so us, everything yes, everything is everything is binary and duality yes. is also binary and we live in duality outside of duality i believe that all of it is just that that energy that every comes everything comes out of and we start putting together those ones and zeros and building blocks and creating everything 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 ever
0: okay well uh all all right well i see i see i see what you're trying to say i understand it badly well, <laughs> no, it's fine. I just don't know no. if I agree. I just don't know. I just, you don't, don't have
1: know. to agree with me, but, um, you know, we can't be friends anymore. <laughs> oh, <So>, uh, wow,
0: <laughs>
1: ow, ow. We can still can, be friends.
0: You just, okay, thanks. So, thank you. So,
2: Karen, so what about this? The human species is all just an experiment, and w- w- we've evolved since the beginning of time right we've evolved well, i mean i i feel like yes
1: uh we have evolved on the
2: on the documentary i referenced earlier maybe this is because i don't have theory. flippers anymore i saw it or, or read it somewhere but but we failed in some of these um experiments hu- human experiments around the world and so you have this type of human that was in on this continent and then and then you had this type of human Are you talking about continent. Liberia
1: and Atlantis or are you talking about different types of different types of humans um that exist now different, different types of humans back back way back when yeah oh, like well we had, had, we, had yeah. we had humans and we had um the other one that some people find in their DNA still uh neanderthals yeah yeah right mm-hmm.
2: so so what if it's all an experiment and each experiment failed and so they're gone and then a new type of human appears and then they failed and then they're gone and so on oh. and so forth. We
1: keep evolving. The, George, the Georges have told me that the Georges Wait, have told me that the Georges have told me that in the channelings that they do.
0: Oh, so we're like being redesigned over and over. In other words,
1: kind of no, we're redesigning ourselves. Because the ones doing the experimenting are us. We are pieces of Source who are entering into experience and duality in order to understand something about the nature of Source and also to entertain ourselves. Because if so, you are everything, if you are everything and all you do is sit around being everything, wouldn't you want to see what it was like to be nothing or to be something or to be one yeah, thing? So, or, or difference. Yeah. Yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I get it. And so um so we are creating these things. So what the Georges, and for listeners, if you, you don't know, um the Georges are a collective that I started channeling. I've channeled actually since I was a kid. I didn't realize what I was doing. Um they came and started hanging out real heavily in 2020 and asking me to write uh, messages to humanity that are all on my website, authorkarenfraser.com and the blog. Um, and you can read them from the beginning because I do think that the things they have to say are fascinating and really interesting. But one of the things they've told me is we are the uh, third wave of humanity trying to become the fourth weight of, of humanity and waves one and two of humanity actually extincted themselves b- it because they weren't able to change and evolve in the way they needed to while they were in, in, uh, embodied. And that this, in this wave, third to fourth, we actually have the opportunity to be able to make the shift and stay embodied.
2: Mm. What does that look like? What does the shift, what, what does that mean?
1: Um, I think I think we're seeing it. I think it's uh, it's the generations of kids that are being born that think so very differently. They think very altruistically in a lot of ways. They are breaking down barriers that have to do with gender and race and conditioning and and all of those things. Um, yeah,
0: it, it's throwing away all the borders and everything. It's, it's yeah, it's mm.
1: all the definitions that we yes. ways mm. that we define ourselves. And it's um, getting it's getting rid of or dismantling the systems we have that oppress all of us, our banking system, our education system, our financial systems and and creating something that instead of it being creating haves and have nots, it -hmm. creates a, a species that works together for a common purpose in yeah. other ways. And I can't tell you what it looks like because I haven't experienced it. I'm not a fourth wave human. I'm a third wave human. But I do know yeah. that there are fourth wave humans here. That's what the children now being born are. And probably our children are kind of hybrid third, fourth wave. But I I, I see it and I understand it. But that's not my perspective because I am absolutely a third wave human.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can see that. I can actually see that. Uh, at we can we can we're not it but we can view it we can see it happening uh mm-hmm. the changes just like even mm-hmm. like nine to five jobs forget that you know they're all out wanting to live life and enjoy yeah. it to the fullest which we've been saying you know the third waves i've been saying that for a while these people in uh, communities that you know believe in such things um so i and i can see that because everybody's becoming more free more open you know and I, I think a lot of the explosion of anger and all the stuff that was happening on the planet too. I think a lot of that was just due to because when there's change, man, it's going to get volatile at first, you know. Oh it's yeah, gonna,
1: push that you know I mean? old it's just, energy.
0: Yep. hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just going to boil. It's coming to a boil. And uh, but yeah, I, I agree on. I agree hundred percent on that. That uh, this is the, the the way we're the way we're going. You know. And for us people who are psychics or whatever, we believe in. What the fourths are going to live, per, per se. Um, yeah. it's good because we're like giving the messages out to the masses as best as we can, as well. Yeah. Um, also, so that we can pass what whatever we're experiencing now ourselves, you know, to, to create that, to create it even more, you know, to make it yeah. happen even more. So, well,
1: I can tell you that the energy now is very different than energy five years ago was. Oh, yeah. That as I perceive it, though, as I perceive, it's different.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. sure.
1: Well, I mean, look, there's still a chance we're going to wipe ourselves out and not be able to do this. (laughs) Right.
0: That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's always a possibility, but, um, you know, it's a matter of critical mass. It's a matter of creating critical mass. And, and more and more. And that's why I've worked so hard, so tirelessly since 2020 with, with working with people and teaching. And I mean, you guys know how busy I've been and how many books I've written and how much stuff I've done. There's a reason that I've done that is because, because their need the the universe needs these voices but chuck Mm -hmm. i to to your point Mm -hmm. i wanted to i wanted to tell you something about the georges um that i don't know if we've talked about before um and it's kind of a whole long story and i don't mean to be hijacking this podcast because i also want to talk about what else our government's lying to us about but anyway (laughs) um yes everything is the answer but (laughs) um i can't even it's probably been about Seven or eight years ago now, um, Jim and I were with a group of people and we were staying down at the old Wheeler Hotel in Wheeler, Oregon. And we had been there all weekend and we were sitting there. It was Sunday afternoon. We were getting ready to come home. And um, my friends were talking to me. And uh, Micah Rand, who you guys know, uh, was Mm -hmm. sitting in there with me. And I kept saying, Do you feel that? Because I kept feeling like this. It's hard to explain. Um, but it felt like an energetic coming at me. It would come and then it would recede and each time it would be a little stronger. And I kept saying to everybody, aren't you guys feeling that? Can't you feel that? Don't you And and then I was gone. And um I started drawing. So Jim Jim was there, and that's how I know mm-hmm. this part. I don't remember this part particularly. I started drawing. Micah thought to give me a um, pad of paper. Mm-hmm. And so I started drawing, and I drew all of these things. And I drew, apparently, the magnet. magnet. Wasn't the magnetic line, son? Yeah. I drew the magnetic lines around the planet. And then I drew this series of dots, and Jim looked it up, and he said, or he recognized it, and he said it was Constellation Booties, which was from where? Where was Booties, son? Where was Booties? I can't. But it's near the what? Arcturus? Oh, and Arcturus is one of the major stars in it. And so I wouldn't know that. I'm, you know, I, I have i wouldn't know and i don't even remember doing this so arcturus uh there is a lot of talk in a lot of circles about the arcturians from the arcturus Hmm. system who seeded humanity okay and the and and so they would be aliens to us Um, Mm -hmm. but the Georges gave me this information, which led me to believe that that is possibly where they are from, but I also see them as spiritual beings. So, um, but there's more, (laughs) boy, you guys are gonna, I, I don't know. Nobody's ever gonna listen to this podcast again. They're gonna, they're gonna say, I thought she was, I thought she was, you know, okay, but maybe not. Um, (laughs) (laughs) anyway, uh, But I also, so a couple years before that happened, remember when I did the Life Between Lives hypnotherapy session? And I hadn't, yeah, and I didn't remember, I wouldn't tell you about it. People asked me and I said, no, that was personal. That was private. I'm not ready to talk about it. I'm processing it. Um, Well, one of the things I saw in my Life Between Lives hypnotherapy session was, uh, Howard, who is also my Reiki master, by the way, took me in front of, um, the council of elders who are your guides on the other side when you're not here, when you're not in a body. And he, he asked me to see them and I could see all of them, but one. And there was a big one in the middle that I couldn't see. And he kept trying me to get trying to get me to see this one. And I couldn't see them and I couldn't see them and I couldn't see them. And he told me later, he said that was, he's never had that happen before. And I said, well, apparently I wasn't supposed to see this one council of elder. So fast forward again. Um, in 2018, my father died, uh, as you guys know. And, um, shortly after he died and he had been contacting me and contacting my medium friends and all of this. Well, shortly after my father died um my friend McKenna Long who is a who is a medium as well was here at the house and she was telling me stuff from my dad this was in 2018 late 2018 and she said she said he wants you to know that the two of you are going to have a conversation and you are going to write it and i said well i don't know because i i mean my mom that would be really hard for my mom she would struggle with that and mckenna said mckenna said well you are going to write it and he says would she read it anyway? Which is probably true. (laughs) Um, And so I was like, huh, okay, well, that's really weird. But I've never had a conversation with my dad. But a year and a half later, I started having the George conversations and writing them, where they were conversations that I was writing. So this is what I think I have pieced together. I believe that that council of elders that I could not see was my father, and that he is actually on my council of elders. And that for some reason he embodied in this lifetime, but I, he was here in a very unusual capacity for me because he is the one who gave me that first Raymond Moody book that got me thinking about all of this. And this was a Christian man. Now a religious Christian man who did these things. And he, so he gave me my first Raymond Moody book and he gave me books like the Celestine prophecy and conversations with God and All of these things that are unusual for a a man of faith to do. And so I think he was guiding me while he was here. And I think that he is on the Council of Elders. And I think that Council of Elders is the Georges. And I think that Georges have something to do with the Palladian system. That was a really long story. Thoughts? I think that's completely amazing. And I think it makes
2: total sense. So Chuck is very quiet. I don't think you're
0: don't, crazy. Well, no, I don't think Karen's crazy. I don't know how I feel about all that, but I don't think Karen's crazy. <laughs> um I don't know. I don't know how I view that. I'd have to I'd have to I'd have to take all that in for a while.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I've been taking it in for a long time. Like I say, I'm telling you things that are from years ago that I haven't talked about, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I appreciate you sharing that, and it's, because and it's I was good processing. Food for thought. Yeah, it's good yeah. food for thought, and to look at it because I I just I see things a little differently, but it doesn't mean that I'm right or anybody else who, who's right or wrong. It's just how it is, you know. It is what it is, you know. It doesn't really yeah. matter who's right or wrong, but um, but it is interesting to uh, to see that I guess that could be connected to everything. You know what I mean? I just. I don't know. It's just I, I've I've gone a certain route with, you know, my mediumship and, and what I hear and feel from my guides, my guardian uh, or the higher source sometimes will come through, especially if you're doing healing sessions or that's kind of like when you're really open to that kind of stuff. Or, of course, a meditation. And uh, I've never got the cr- I guess I've never got the crisscross of extraterrestrial to spiritual. You know what I mean? I've well, I hadn't really separate... either.
1: I mean, no, I get yeah. it, Chuck. That was like all new to me.
0: Yeah, that's. Well, I mean, that's. From, I have to take. I'd have to take that in a while and and mull it over. You know.
1: Well,
2: here's a theory for you. Then, um, dealing with extraterrestrials and spirituality, uh, some extraterrestrials may be visiting us, interacting with us, experimenting on us because they're trying to figure out. How they get back into the reincarnation cycle because they
1: have evolved past it. What do you think about that? Maybe, but would they really want to? Why would they want to? Good Lord, <laughs> I'm ready to be. Yeah, I feel like it, yeah, when it, I'm it, done with the reincarnation cycle, I am freaking out of here, man. Well, <laughs> but you just pointed out that we come back for certain reasons,
2: even when we yeah. think that we're, re- we're cycled out.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I mean, that's interesting. Is that something that you just thought about while we were talking that came to you, or is that something that you've read or. No, something that Chad um, and I
2: talked about in the past, Chad has a theory about that. And he feels that they're interested in us for a particular reason.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And it has to do with reincarnation.
1: That's interesting. I think that I, I th- mm-hmm. so, look, I think everything is connected. Um, I just inherently believe that everything is connected, everything. Um, and I think it all has purpose. Um, but I don't know. I, I wondered, I always wondered if maybe they were interested in us because they seeded us. In other words, they, yeah. they said, okay, we've evolved this far. So let's create, let's, let's see this humanity here on this planet. Um mm-hmm. And and they check back to see how it's going because it is in that way kind of experimental. I think at some point humans seed the next one. Huh. Okay.
2: So the fourth, what did you call it? The fourth, fourth wave, fourth wave. Mm-hmm. So that that has to be brought on though by reincarnation, right?
1: I mean, yeah. Okay. So a recycling of souls for sure, um, because we so come back. Maybe- we come through these what they're,
2: but but, but the fourth wave is i'm I'm sorry, but they're way more evolved in their thinking than our wave. I mean,
1: yes, but you honest. were you were you were here before, and I would imagine that the you in this lifetime is way more evolved than the you twenty lifetimes ago, right? And so yeah. part of what we do as we reincarnate is we grow and we we grow and we evolve and our souls do from the experiences we have here too. And so the next time we come back, we have all of this, we have a new lifetime of experience that we didn't have before.
2: Yeah, I mean that 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 matches up with my point. Um it's coming from somewhere. The what,
0: fourth what wave, you mean? You mean? Yeah. Oh.
1: Yeah, the the change. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, We're shifting because we're shifting because it's because we've reached a place where we're ready. Um, and it's time, I think, but it's so where, where it's coming from is it's coming from source and it's coming from whatever it is we all set out collectively to do when we decided to have this great human experiment and this great experiment duality, um, I think I, I, you know, I can't tell you what that is and I can't tell you exactly where it came from or what our plan was. I wish I knew, I wish, I wish that somebody would stand in front of me and tell me, but they're not. Yeah. Right. I know.
2: (laughs) Well, here's one of the findings from that hearing we talked about at the beginning of the show. Non-human biologics were found at crash sites over time. Yeah. so, that to me, um, I mean, I already, I already believed that before this, this witness testified to it, but they are coming from somewhere. We don't know where, we don't know their purpose. We don't know who created them. We don't know anything, but I feel like the government may know more than we know, and they don't want us to know, right? They probably don't know a lot, but I feel like they know more than we do. And so, I mean,
1: clearly they, they must. (laughs) Right. Um,
0: I've known a lot for a long time. Uh, Go
1: ahead. Don't you kind of, doesn't this make you kind of wish that our friend Stanton Friedman was still around? He would be so all over this. Oh my gosh.
2: Yes, I do. Well, I, I had a discussion with my good friend, ChatGPT, yesterday. Oh, yes. Your second half. ChatGPT, my buddy. My BFF now. Um, Polly Andrews husband. (laughs) Well, for anybody who doesn't know, ChatGPT is an AI tool you can um, play with online. And I asked ChatGPT, how far away are we from total disclosure? And it gave me a very vague answer and I forced it to actually give me a specific answer. And it said, and I quote, Given the complexity of the topic and numerous factors at play, any guess would be speculative. However, considering the current pace of technological advancement, increasing public interest and pressure, and the recent move toward transparency transparency from various governments, a ballpark estimate might be. What do you think the ballpark
1: estimate might be for full? I would would say like I would say this year chat pg
0: what do you think uh, i say i'm thinking not this year yet but i would think maybe by full disclosure maybe by 2025
1: on my birthday you guys year. are
2: optimistic i love it um the answer from chat gpt is 10
1: to 50 years
0: oh my lord I'm well, gone by then
1: well For so what i will say about chat gpt just a reminder i believe that it's using data sets still from 2021. Yes. Oh,
0: 2021
2: it, and before. Correct.
0: Yes. Oh, all right. Well then yeah. just, so it's,
2: it's not really- going to be a few years behind and based on all these yeah. hearings and knew what the Pentagon released some UFO footage. I mean, there's a lot that has happened over the past few mm. years. I think it could be sooner than 10 to 50 years.
1: Like you guys. I do too. I think, I think soon. Um, yeah. I, I think we're headed in that direction. Um, I do think that there are people who are afraid of it. There are people who are going to want to monetize and capitalize on it. You know, we're going to get, um, and there are people who are going to embrace it with open arms. And that is our response to absolutely everything that happens in the world. Oh, and there are people who are going to want to fight about it on, on news channels. Yeah.
0: True. Well, 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 I I have a quote
2: here when it happens, because if I'm not, I'm going to be coming back again (laughs) to see it all. So go ahead. Go ahead.
0: Well, it's like what, why and why do not we keep saying UFO when it's supposed? When it's, they're now saying UAP,
2: right? UAP, it's, I it, know, because they have they're, just, they're having to admit that something is there. It's a rebranding.
0: The UFO, that's yeah. <laughs> a rebrand. Yeah, it's yeah, true. it
2: is a rebrand. UFO it is has true. A huge Funny. stigma to it, and they then just you have it, to rebrand it to UAP, yeah. because they have to start admitting that stuff is happening.
0: Well, yeah, they're just yeah. doing that because it makes it sound more scientific than UFO because UFO has that 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 uh, facade to it that whatever that it's got know,
1: that um, it's got that kind of kooky the stigma, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, like kooky the stigma. That's what I was looking for. Oh my um, god, Chuck,
2: Chuck, I literally said yeah. stigma like five times. <laughs> she did. <laughs> Nobody's
1: listening <anything> to me.
0: <laughs> what? When? When did you say it?
1: Um, oh, are, are, a, wait, are you in a I tunnel, know, Cheryl? What? Are you in a tunnel? I guess.
0: <laughs> Wait, did you say stigma when I was talking
2: about it? She did. Yes. I said it well, like I, like at least. I, well,
0: I didn't hear you because I was probably talking over you. You so heard, the right. heard
1: the last one. All right. All right. I forgive you. But okay. I would like to I would like to submit something t- for your consideration. Um, Please. There is a reason that every su- single being that is here is here right now. At this time in history, we have chosen to be here, right? Uh-huh. How lucky are we to be alive right now? I know that that sounds really like a cockeyed optimist, um, but I am, I'm a Sagittarius, so live with it. <laughs> uh, but, but at the same time, that we are at this point in history where we're on the precipice of massive change and massive new understandings and, and because it's accelerated, right? It's the, the, our understanding of things, the change of humanity, the rate of technology has accelerated in our lifetimes. So I was born in 1965. Um, and this world doesn't bear any resemblance to the world when I was a child. Yeah. It's cool. accelerated so fast and so quickly. And I mean, look, I, I, you know, work at an office from my home. I ask a device on my counter what the temperature is and, um, you know, to set timers and, and I talk to it. Mm-hmm. I um, don't read paper books. I download my books. I can find anything I want, any information in that's available in an instant, as long as I can spell it. And usually even then, if I can't, Cheryl's having conversations with an artificial intelligence, a language model that is, uh, and so do I, I use it for work, um, that are just, you know, look at all of that. We're here. So why, what I would ask myself instead of what's happening is why am I here right now? Why have I chosen to be here at this point in history?
0: Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Well, do, you,
1: do, you do you have an answer?
0: <laughs> I, I mean, an
1: answer? I think I'm here. you have an answer? I I think I'm here because because I had I had the energy to be of part of that shift and that I wanted to I wanted to facilitate it and help it and move it along and and be part of this this creation of a new humanity. Do I think it's going to be totally like we're going to be shifted in my lifetime? Probably not. Shifts take time. Um, But I do think that I'm here to contribute to that shift yeah
0: i can agree with that yeah i can agree with that and, and the things that we do uh at least in the things that i try to do uh tr- trying to change people not trying to change people but trying to help them see something in a different perspective you know what i mean uh as far as being it's when we talk spiritual all that kind of stuff no i don't talk about ufos and stuff like that But, um, but higher source and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I, I do think that, you know, we add to it and contribute to it and maybe hopefully help some little bit in some little way.
1: But it's all spiritual. Underneath it all, it's all spiritual. It's it there's no separation in my mind of those things. I may have told you guys this story before. This is uh there's a little boy who is always happy and always smiling and he was three or four and he um Came and his mom finally said to him one day, "Why are you so happy all the time? You never get upset. Why are you always smiling?" And he said, "Well, right now, I know you're pour- you see yourself pouring a milk into a bowl of cereal, but all I see is God pouring God into God." Oh, wow!
2: That's quite profound for a three-year-old. I yeah. think.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's those are the kids. Those are the kids that are coming to the planet now.
2: Yeah. It's hard to wrap my brain around that.
1: That all of it is all of it is source.
2: And, you know, honestly, I I knew from the beginning, my kids were way more advanced than me. They're smarter the way they thought. I've always known that. I've always felt that. It's just a fact, (laughs) you know. Right. Um, it's such a fact and I love it though. I, I love seeing that. It's pretty amazing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that, um, look, we're still, we we're, we're still stuck in the old energy. Um, and I mean the three of us, uh, because yeah. we are of that energy and while we can see and, and appreciate the energy, um, And we're working on ways to shift into that energy. We actually have to move into it. And there are some people who are going to do it easily. There are some people who are going to just kind of straddle both. I think that's what I do. I think I straddle both energies. Um, There are people who are going to refuse because change is scary. There are people who are not only going to refuse, but are going to fight back as hard as they can. And so it's a generational shift, right? So this New generation that's coming still has that old energy really pushing hard back against it. And so they still have old systems trying to condition them into the old energy. They have the same, they they're basically in the same education system we are. They're in the same financial system we are. They're in the same religious yeah. system, right? All of those things. And so right. they still have those influences and they're shifting, they're getting a little bit different and a little bit different, but it's going to be a few generations down the line where the shift is complete because the conditioning has changed.
2: Yep, absolutely.
0: Yeah, well, I'm I'm like a floppy disk,
1: you know. You're a floppy? <laughs> you're a floppy disk like a, in a oh, Yeah. Are
0: yeah. you a
1: floppy disk how about a CD? In
0: a digital world.
1: He's a, no, he's a floppy. i oh, am a floppy i'm a cd-rom and then there's yeah. you know everybody else is like wireless
0: <laughs> yeah Dude, can I be bluetooth? bluetooth. sure you can be bluetooth
1: you can be bluetooth <laughs> okay. sure
0: come on i was born in 1960 i'm definitely floppy disk
2: yeah. i think chuck we're yeah. all floppy disk on this line
1: right now
0: yeah i suppose <laughs> yeah.
1: we are a little bit of we are a little bit of relics for sure yeah. um you know. But I don't think it, we have to be. I think that we can embrace yeah. the new energy and we can oh, yeah. do things, do things to step into it and do things to facilitate it. And I don't think mm-hmm. that we're um, anachronisms. Yeah. I don't think we're out of time. I think that we are just simply that, that it's going to be a little more effort for us to shift that energy than it is for those that are born of it. You thought we were going to be sure. talking about UFOs, Chuck, at, uh,
0: Wait, I know what the hell
1: UAPs, Jeff. <laughs> Why are we? Getting yeah, from...
0: UAPs. What the hell? <laughs> UAPs. We got to call UAP. Now. Oh, and we're getting back into got to, that again. St- gotta, I didn't, gotta I didn't five times. Say stigma, 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 stigma.
2: Go back. Go back. <laughs> rewind, rewind. Roll the tape.
0: I'm gonna listen to it. it. Roll
2: the tape. Hey, hey, before we go. Yeah. Tell me some of your favorite ufo encounters like that you've read about that you know about not that you've had because i don't know that any of us have had any
0: uh no i've never had any uh ufo but, but phoenix the phoenix uh what was a phoenix, phoenix light Lights. Yeah, that was like that was one of my uh interesting ones but there's one that's really cool and it's they call it the world's uh we'll just use ufo world's ufo hotspot it's in bonnie bridge scotland Oh yeah, it, it has over six thousand sightings. Yep. Uh, residents are always demand they're demanding what the hell is going on. Of course, maybe now they're going to finally get some answers. Uh, they have unexplained crop circles, sightings, all start. It's from nineteen ninety two, I think, up till twenty. Well, up till now, um, uh, Crafts floating across the road, uh, landing in the in the mountains, and all sorts of weird crap going on out there. So it's, it's, it's sort of like our I guess our Roswell or yeah. uh, somewhere some are close to that but yeah I think that's really fascinating because mm-hmm. it's uh, just so there's just so many sightings and stuff but I, I think the Phoenix Lights was my biggest one just because watching the documentary that I have about it you know the the fact that like I mean literally everyone in Phoenix Arizona was seeing it I mean everybody yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, yes. politicians, cops, everybody, there's just no way you could, you could not, ex, you know, deny that it was happening. So, and, and to this day, they still don't know what it was, like what happened.
2: You know. Well, we had Dr. Lynn Katai on the show many, many mm-hmm. years ago to talk about mm-hmm. it. She was fascinating. She was a yeah. witness. She took photos. Yes. Um, I don't remember if she had video or just photos, but video. That, she was, she was the producer video. of that movie. She, she was really fascinating. You can look in um our podcast archives for that interview. I would really suggest that you listen to it cuz it was okay. amazing if you haven't already. But yeah, yeah. that's that's a yeah. good one.
1: That is a good one. Wow. So mine is the one that we're going to have in Sedona in October. Yes. I love it. That is oh. my favorite yeah. one. But I mean, um you know, I, I think maybe I'm kicking it old school because it was really the first time that we started to. So I have two. One is Betty yeah. and Barney Hill. Oh um, yeah. yeah. And, and Betty and Barney Hill is because it was the first time that indication that something was happening.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so for me, if you don't know about Betty and Barney Hill, this happened in like the forties or fifties. Um, this They was, were. Uh, in in the 60s i think it was was it the in early... the 60s yeah. early 60s yeah. they were driving down a road and they lost time um, and they had all sorts of hypnotherapy and figured out that they'd been taken aboard a craft and things. Um, and so the Betty and Barney Hill case is fascinating. I strongly recommend reading about it. Uh, brush up on your UAP and alien abduction history. But then the other one that I have is uh, is just something that Chuck triggered when he was talking about uh, one of his favorites is the Arecibo message. Yeah. Um, oh. And it's actually a crop circle, which most crop circles have been disproven. Right. But, yes, correct. but the, uh, like the, uh, their satellite dishes or something, they broad broadcast this message out into the universe, mm-hmm. um, that showed these certain things in this certain order. And then basically a crop circle appeared next to these, next to these satellites that, uh, took our message that we had broadcast and they changed a couple of factors, including where they were from, what they looked like, and a few things like that. I don't think the Arecibo message has been disproven. Hmm. I'm, I'm Googling.
2: I don't think it has. I think people have tried and there's some theories, but I don't think it's totally been disproven.
1: It's an interesting one. Um, and so I would I would recommend again, if you're uh, look, I think a lot of crop circles are hoaxes. Uh, they're very easy yeah. to hoax actually, but the Arecibo message one is one that's always fascinated me. How about you yeah. Cheryl? And by the way, I'm looking at the the I'm looking at the uh, Wikipedia for the Arecibo message and it mentions mentions that they sent it out as a binary string.
2: <laughs> oh, there we go. Yep. Um, so I have a few that I wrote down. I mean, there's so many, but, um, in the mid fifties, there was a case called the Kelly Hopkinsville encounter in Kelly, Kentucky. Look it up. It's about a family encounter with small alien beings. Fascinating. Mm. Um, there's one that, um, that I've read a lot about. It's called the Pascagoula abduction. Um, it involved two shipyard workers and their encounter. They were abducted. Their encounter is is pretty compelling. This happened in the early 70s. Check that one out. Um, there was an encounter in 1976 with four campers, and let's see where were they at? Uh, Allegash Waterway in Maine. That one's pretty interesting. Um, and there's one. That is absolutely terrifying, and I don't mean to scare everybody out there, but it, I think it has to do with the, the Dulce, New Mexico military base and an underground, alien, reportedly, alien base under there. And what happened was, and I can't even remember when this took place, but apparently there was um, a technician of some sort going down to fix something deep down under the base. And he encountered aliens down there. And what happened was, is supposedly, I don't know if the military didn't know they were even there or what was going on, but they had a firefight between them and a ton of U S military personnel were killed. And some of the ETs were killed and it's a whole thing. It's yeah. Look at uh, Hmm. uh, Guys, I can't say say
1: what it's called again.
2: Don't say, look, look up Dulce underground alien battle or something like that. And it's what I've read about it. It's supposed to be compelling. And I actually think there's a documentary out about it. I want to try and watch that soon. Um, not sure how real to life it is, but would be interested to watch it nonetheless. Those are the ones I, that are kind of compelling for me.
1: Allegedly, there is a secret underground alien base in Dulce, New Mexico. All right. I've got it. It's on discovery.com. I've got it bookmarked. Nice. All right. There you go. Got some reading to do. All right. Uh, So, Chuck, will you lay in bed with your covers up to your nose staring at the ceiling tonight with your eyes wide open?
0: (laughs) No, I will not. (laughs) I will be fine, thank you.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, look, I'm I, I know that I sound real sure when I say these things, but I'll be quite honest. I have no way of knowing any more than any of you. Um yeah, understand. and and so these are these are theories.
0: Mm-hmm. These
1: are and, and that's all we can really that's all we can really say. We're not going to know until we move yeah. out of these bodies. And then when we come into new ones, we will have forgotten anyway.
0: Yeah, it's true. That's the kind of sucky part. But it's good. It's, it's thought-provoking, though. It's 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 good to try to open your eyes to different things. You know what I mean? So Yeah. Uh, and it has given me more food for thought, you know what I mean, on this particular. Because I'm not into UFOs as much as our UAPs, whatever you want to call them. Me either. Uh, as, as, as much as other people. But, yeah. You know, I, I, I still find it fascinating. You know what I mean? It's, it's interesting stuff.
1: I love an unsolved mystery. And so well, yeah. anything Scooby that is Doo. unsolved. Yeah, right. Scooby-doo. Mm, um, yeah. yeah, but that's always like old man Watkins and he would have gotten away for it <laughs> if it weren't away with it if you weren't for you meddling kids. Um well now no, go ahead. I uh spoiler alert. I'm sorry, I should have spoiler alerted yeah. that. I gave away <laughs> the ending.
0: Damn it, Karen. Oh <laughs> um, um
1: but but I love I love anything unsolved and i love anything like very quantum physics-y and kind of the nature of things and what we are at our tiniest parts and and so um i even wrote an article about quantum physics and like one of the first issues we did a paranormal underground magazine i think uh yeah many years ago that really explored all of these potential explanations for for all sorts of phenomena. And, um, I, that stuff fascinates me. And I think about that stuff, um, not like all the time, but I do think about it. Mm -hmm. Like when I'm sitting here, I think about it. Yeah.
0: That makes sense. I mean, I like a good mystery, you know, that's why I like the paranormal. That's why, you know, I delve into all that. I find that very fascinating.
1: Yeah. I'm a very curious person. I want to know everything, which is both a blessing and a curse. Right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So do we feel like we've covered the topic? Oh, yeah.
0: And then some.
1: Well, I'm sorry. I dragged you guys really far afield. This isn't what Cheryl thought we were going to talk about either.
2: (laughs) It doesn't matter. I love it. I love the conversation. I love how we go here and we go there and we bring up stuff. It's all connected, you know.
1: Maybe we'll try to record our, our session, Cheryl, when we're down in in oh, Sedona yeah. and see okay. if we can our, our alien calling session or our, our C E5 contact right. protocol.
0: Okay. Just make yeah, sure you come we'll, back. Try that. Make sure, you get. make sure you come back. That's all I got to say.
2: Yes. We will yes. We'll, Yeah. We'll put we'll put out our, out our intentions and, and they'll be known right. and hopefully they'll be honored. That's, That's
1: right.
0: Yeah. It's true.
1: It'll all be done. Right. No,
0: prob- no probing.
1: All right. Nope. So um, I know that we have been a little less regular with our podcasts, you know, which is kind of silly when we only have a once a month podcast and we can't even <laughs> <do that.
0: laughs> Oh my Lord.
1: Yeah. Uh, life is busy and we want to stay really? passionate. We want to stay passionate about what we do and engaged and so we give ourselves some time off from time to time so we appreciate yeah. those of you who who listen to us when we put something out for you
0: heck yeah
2: thank
1: you thank you thank you okay well i would tell you that we're going to be back next month with a new topic but you know cheryl and i might be among the stars
0: that's <laughs> true i'll be doing the show by myself chuck
1: will be reporting have- by himself yeah
0: yeah yeah, I remember Karen Cheryl. Yeah, what?
2: Yeah, we'll do one more in September before we go on our trip. All
0: right.
1: Oh, that's oh, true. Yeah. It's like 7 weeks still. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get one yeah. done in September and then one we'll more. come back. Then we'll you. come back and our one for October will be us either Chuck reporting on our disappearance. Yeah. Or <laughs> <laughs> or Cheryl and I oh sharing sharing our experience. <laughs> Hopefully,
2: the latter.
0: Yeah, really. Hopefully uh, that. Chuck, yes. uh, yeah. Karen and Cheryl are not no longer with me. I'm on my own here, people.
2: You all carry it on, won't you?
0: Yeah, I will. I'll try you to. Carry better, on you better.
1: You better learn how to get into the podcasting platform without us. Then. Yeah, you know. I know. <laughs> God help me. No, so maybe I'll leave you some inst- in, in, some instructions in the. In the safe or something.
0: <laughs> yeah, really. Thanks, appreciate it. it. Was a key,
1: special key. Uh, that's right. Oh, Lord. All right, you guys have a good uh, month, and we'll talk again in a few weeks before Cheryl and I head on out, and hopefully next time I won't have
0: a cold. All right. No better,
1: Karen. Thanks everyone for listening. Thanks.
0: Yeah. Thanks.